You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. No, you guys tell me why you didn't like this movie. I want to know right now because I, for one, feel hurt, insulted. My intelligence feels insulted. You insulted my intelligence. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Screener Squad. I was just in the middle of being yelled at by my cohorts here because the movie we watched today, The Summoned, apparently isn't good. And they're going to tell us why super quickly. But let me introduce everybody. (laughs) Today, I've got Tessa. Ahoy, ahoy. Marco. Hola. And LeWayne. Does couples therapy really work when there's a bunch of extra people involved? I mean, there's couples retreats, so that is a thing. I don't know any committed relationships right now. I've either. never had that much money, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> I have never been important enough to be summoned for therapy. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about this dumb premise that I love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the summon is a movie. Well, okay. So let me let me open up the the opening credit sequence. It's drone mm-hmm. for two minutes. Yep. There's so much drone because they didn't have the budget to do anything cooler. So that's why you love it. I got it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why I totally loved it. Um, but no. Okay. So our main character, Elijah, is with his girlfriend. They're heading to this retreat. They're being summoned and they're being uh, his girlfriend's being weird about like what that actually means. Mm. And it's all cryptic. And, you know, we're going to find out soon. His girlfriend is a accomplished musician. When they get there, there's other celebrities like a famous writer and famous actress that, you know, is flirting with them the entire time. And from there, if you've seen this movie before, you could probably fill in the blanks. It's what, an hour and 38 minutes? Like, Mm -hmm. it's I, I don't know. Tell me, tell me why I'm wrong that this movie shouldn't get an Academy Award. Because oh we spent most of the movie screaming, get out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, because so Get Out does a lot of things to build tension, like a lot of heart. I mean, in general, heart movies do a lot of things to build tension. Having a dude stand ominously in the woods that just looks like the groundskeeper wasn't doing it for me. And that's all this movie does until the last... I don't know. When do we see an axe? Probably the last 20 minutes, maybe. (laughs) It takes a while to get. Well, it takes a while to get where it wants to go. And then when it does get there, like the rules change so many times. There's like so many double crosses and triple (laughs) crosses and like re-explaining the exposition to making it slightly different that I'm just like, what the fuck is actually going on here? And it's not like an on purpose, like what is really going on here? It was more just like bad writing. And that's what really threw me about the whole thing was the ending and the shoddy writing 
And there's also these sequences where he's like in an elevator and it's almost like he like loses consciousness or something. They never really explain like his sort of like trippy sequences that he has. He just needs to get out. Yeah. It's like supposed to be a, a hypnotic thing, but they don't really it's not set up. Things aren't set up very well and there's not any decent payoff. It's supposed to be left for the viewer, man. Like you, you gotta, you gotta put it in your mind into the, into the screen, man. No, maybe this script was written before Get Out, and he's like, "Fuck, I have to cut the therapist out now." Well, that's the thing. It mirrors Get Out, but it doesn't have any of the. He's just special, but he's black uh, in, in like a group of white people. Mm-hmm. Like if if this was a white guy, we mm-hmm. probably wouldn't immediately jump to comparing it to Get Out. Well, right, but it, it it feels like it though. But they never like give you the get out payoff, you know. Is there a movie about a white? I mean, what would we compare to Midsummer? An, another white guy that should have escaped an all white situation. Uh, I think it reminds me also of Get Out because it has the whole like harbinger thing at the beginning, and he recognizes her, and like there's a whole there's a whole sequence in Get Out where there's a altercation with a cop, and she says something that's supposed to be construed one way when it's really interpreted the other. And with this, you kind of have that going on with the harbinger recognizing her when she's like, I don't know him. And we're like, okay, she's shady. Like we established early on that the girlfriend is shady. I mean, the other obvious comparison to make to get out is he's wearing the same jacket. Like you didn't need to do that. I, 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 well, and I don't want to keep doing the, this is why it's not get out, but Uh, uh, Let me try it a different way. The reason that I didn't care about most of this is I didn't believe the relationship that we need to believe in for this to work. And then not only do we have to believe in it, but then we have to believe in what that means as it gets to the end of it. But they've been seeing each other for two years, Luane. He's going to propose. I just really no, 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 I can't say that. That'd be a spoiler. Guys, but guys, guys. I know, I know. You're you're trying to say that this truly was a tour de force of the human spirit, and probably one of the best written horror thrillers of our generation. I hear you. I see you, and I hear you. This the very beginning of this opens up, and it has a lot of like establishing shots of the woods around the. The place and that they're all like blurry and shit. And uh, there's there's like this whole blurring effect that I'm not really into if it's overly used, because then I'm just like, oh, man, are my glasses smudgy or does my (laughs) prescription need like updated? Like I've had to wear glasses since like seventh grade. And so I'm just like, I uh, it's just kind of annoying. You know, after a while, it's a little too much. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, yeah. So we discussed that it's also kind of like ready or not the. The fun uh, board game uh, family uh, death uh, movie, uh, Battle Royale, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it's actually a really good comparison because of the end result. But like there there are scenes that we see because he keeps, I was going to say see, having these flashbacks, but they're almost like flash forwards. I don't, I don't know, whatever they are. But he sees these horrific things, one in particular related to his girlfriend and I'm like, oh, well, that's horrific. And then as we, as we get to the end, it's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter, though, because of this factor that I don't want to get into because, you know, spoilers, third act and all that. But I'm like, well, so even that really doesn't matter other than, well, that was unpleasant to look at. 
Yeah, <laughs> there was there was aspects of that. Um, what's it called? I guess like mental health facility or couples counseling retreat cabin, whatever the fuck. Um, they had some really bad art in the foyer there and they had like creepy little plaques with the titles under them. And I'm like, Oh man, they're, they're setting up the weird, uh, MacGuffin pieces. And, uh, yeah, they, they end up doing kind of an interesting thing, I guess. I don't know, but just the verbiage and how they talked, I was like, Oh man, is this a cult? I'm like, cult, cult, cult. Cause they start handing out like what snoods they all are wearing matching little snoods. And and then be like, tell us, tell us a sin. I'm like, oh, yeah, here comes the blackmail information so they can lock you in. Oh, oh, that's a much better idea. <laughs> my sin is that I can sing. <laughs> that was I was going to say, like, that was actually my favorite part of the movie was the fact that they got two actors that could sing and play guitar for real, because nothing's more annoying than the perfect, perfect horror movie being ruined by some actor that can't play and then just dubbing some song over. They were good. Mm. Uh, and that was actually no joking. Like, that was no joking. No joking. Um, <laughs> no joking. It was my favorite part only because, like, I, I didn't see that part coming. Even though they were talking about she's a musician and stuff, pleasantly surprised it didn't suck. I mean, it was the only part that was actual couples therapy and built tension. Like, yes. it was really good at those two things. And it it probably, looking back on it, it is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, probably. Of of an already great movie. You guys are right. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I hate doing this because then it sort of gives the plot away. Well, it kind of doesn't. It just kind of, like, removes an option. It's, it's an 86-minute horror movie. You, you figure out the plot at certain points anyway. Like, it's not long. Like, it's not a, no. a big novel that you need to dive into. We kept talking about not to go back to get out but like what would make it a get out like you don't have to give like a specific uh plot point but you know maybe like a theme better that was music missed. better music okay if if the other people at the location weren't cartoon characters okay that would that would help like if i if, like if i could took if i took any of them seriously that would that would be helpful the therapist is he may he may as well be jeffrey rush or vincent price level yeah. cam <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and the other two the the like advice business guy is just a dick mm-hmm. and then the actress is like the worst sort of social media influencer inspired like i don't know what it is with all these movies that hate on people who make a living that way but here's another one <laughs> <laughs> it's because those people aren't like making the films yet you know give it 10 15 years and it's gonna that generation will have their uh you know we uh hands at the wheel Ugh. and i will be dead <laughs> by then so it's fine <laughs> yeah dr justice frost the guy who was their therapist for the weekend like I was so certain he wanted to tell me about like a wizarding school or Hellboy or the Umbrella Academy. Like I felt like he just was like, and welcome, we fight the darkness and push back. And, you know, like his whole diatribe was very uh, going that direction. 
I guess the theme is trust is what they're trying to go with because it's not it doesn't have all the other implications of what get out the so it's strictly about trust do you trust your partner all this other stuff which I guess plays into the climax but I I don't I just don't see the chess pieces moving to a way where like the climax is actually a payoff like the big reveal it just didn't it didn't grab me I was just kind of like oh and it didn't make sense. They kept changing, changing the rules. And I'm just like, OK, so what's happening now? <laughs> and ultimately, the solution is run out the clock. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, OK, I guess. Well, speaking of running out the <laughs> clock, Lewayne, <laughs> how about you uh, fold us into final thoughts? It's not probably going to be up for awards. I know. I know Chad's really <gasps> into it. And I know I know his love for it, but it's fine. I guess I guess the cast are making the choices that they're making with their performances and they're hitting their marks and they're hitting their lines. So there's that. The music in that one segment's okay. And the, you know, it's it looks okay and it sounds okay. And I think I just I've seen so much horror, even recently, that you really have to to put some work into making a movie that I'm going to enjoy. And I don't think they quite did it. They had a crew they ideally paid for this. So, you know, somebody got something out of it. In the end, I'm going to give this two out of five times I mentioned another movie while watching this one. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of movie that if it had an interesting cover, you might rent it at Blockbuster and then be like, hmm. I don't know why I did this because it, it just it pulls all these themes from other movies and it just doesn't do anything well on its own. I, I mean, I don't think anybody said it, but it's still like none of the acting was on point. Uh, and I mean, like we've already said, the music's bad. I I mean, there's not a lot that's that's super redeemable. It's just like, I, I guess you guys tried. And I, I mean, for that, I'll give it two out of five weirdly unnecessary Instagram post. I will give it this, that the ending music for like the credit sequence was decent. Like the ending music was good, but like all during the movie, the music was, I I don't know. It just didn't sync up with the tempo of the action that was happening on screen. There was like a disconnect there or something. I do think that it's good that we're getting more horror with like diverse protagonists. We need more of that. I would be curious to see what this person would come up with, maybe having someone else at the wheel, uh, the writer's uh, table. I mean, it wasn't a bad looking film um, and there were some decent enough shots, but I feel like the storyboarding and the writing and maybe, you know, maybe if the actors had some different direction or material to work with, maybe they would have been able to scrape up something higher than what I'm going to give it, which is a five out of 10 uh, bad paintings that get kind of better and creepier. Unlike this film. I want to tell you a story about a director named Mark Meyer and him teaming up with a writer named Yuri Baranovsky. They got together and like, bro, let's just, make a movie who cares about like themes let's just take things mush them together and boom you got a movie so yuri was like i'm on board you got it because his name is yuri right he's got to be from the eastern block anyways so 
they hire all the best to mediocre talent and crew they could find. They got a nice Airbnb for a month in the middle of nowhere. And they just they did their darndest. You know, who cares if none of it made sense and they just changed the rules all the time? I had fun with it, but it's also a dumb movie and it just caught me at the perfect time. So my real rating for this movie is five out of the ten. Like five is the best I can give it. I wish I could go over five, but it's not that good. But it could have been a three, my guy, out of ten. I'm just saying. (laughs) Anyways, five out of ten random limo drivers just coming in at the end and being like, hey, hey, want to ride? Is he wearing a cowboy hat? I kind of vaguely remember a cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, he's wearing a cowboy hat. It's very... Ma'am. Like, wild. <laughs> Ma'am. Howdy. It, it, which is another layer of this already very thin plot. Oh, my God. The cowboy hat. That... that- that makes it. I get it. I get it all you now. You get it now. You get it now. <laughs> really brings this room together. I hope he drives them to a cult, and that's the sequel. 